This podcast is made possible by the generous support of the Center for Restorative Breast Surgery in New Orleans. Hello, everyone. I'm Jamie DiPolo, the senior editor here at breastcancer.org. Welcome to this edition of our podcast. Our guest today is Dr. Frank Delacroix, or Dr. D, as these come to be known. He's a founding partner of the Center for Restorative Breast Surgery and the St. Charles Surgical Hospital in New Orleans. Board certified in plastic surgery, Dr. D has performed thousands of reconstructive procedures, both for women diagnosed with breast cancer and women at high risk of the disease who choose to have prophylactic breast removal. He is a fellow of the American College of Surgeons and a member of numerous professional societies, including the American Society of Plastic and Reconstructive Surgery, the American Society for Reconstructive Microsurgery, and the World Society for Reconstructive Microsurgery. He also has been named one of the best doctors in America. Today, he joins us to talk about nipple reconstruction. Dr. D, welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Jamie. It's a pleasure and an honor to be with you today. I have heard you say that nipple reconstruction completes the restoration of beauty and wholeness. Can you talk about how nipple reconstruction or and nipple tattooing has evolved over the years? Nipple reconstruction is often underestimated in terms of the impact it has in the final overall result in breast reconstruction. Um, when done properly and with the, when done with attention to detail, it has the transformational effect of moving the breast mound and the soft tissue restoration to a place where the eye then appreciates it as a, as a breast, as a natural component of the woman's overall body. And so the attention to getting better at doing what we do has been something that we've really focused in on in the last several years. The advancements have come really in two primary ways. Uh, one is the plastic surgeon makes an effort to recreate a, a nipple that has some physicality and some modest natural component without overdoing it and creating something that doesn't have a potential to, to heal properly. Um, the, the second major and perhaps even more uh, interesting evolution has been in the development of pigmentation techniques that allow for a nipple reconstruction to be complemented with visual reality in terms of proper hues and depth recreation with visual shading and variations in technique. And that comes on the tattooing or pigment uh, application side. And so when those two things are married together and the nipple hasn't been preserved with mastectomy, we can recreate a result that is uh, complementary to the overall breast reconstruction and uh, a very beautiful and uh, convincing finishing touch. Are all women who have mastectomy without nipple, nipple preservation, are they all candidates for nipple reconstruction? Would there be any reason why somebody wouldn't have it? There's no hard and fast rule in terms of one person being a candidate uh, or not for nipple reconstruction. Um, the only things that can impede the success or uh, put someone at risk for a problem with nipple reconstruction is if their skin has been overly thinned with the mastectomy or with expansion and stretching from an underlying implant. Those are relatively rare scenarios, but when that, when that happens, uh, nipple reconstruction 
uh, has the capacity to produce a situation that A, either doesn't heal well, or B, that flattens out and doesn't produce any sort of physicality. And we even have scenarios once in a great while where the skin is so thin that the pigment won't take properly. But those are exceptions to the rule. Otherwise, all women who've had a, had a mastectomy without nipple preservation uh, would be candidates for nipple reconstruction. If they want it. I know there are some women who choose not to have it for a variety of reasons, but there, there isn't any medical reason that it, or I shouldn't say there are, it, it's rare that there's a medical reason that somebody couldn't have it. Right, exactly correct. What are the different ways to uh, that you use to create a nipple? Are there just a couple standard ways or are there a variety of options depending on you know, the person and uh, the type of mastectomy and things like that? As I mentioned earlier, two major sides to nipple restoration uh, one of them is the creation of some, some physical dimension, and that is the uh, the role of the plastic surgeon. And the other is the um, application of coloration and pigment. With respect to different techniques that are used to recreate the physicality, to recreate the fleshy prominence, they're really all variations on a similar theme. Um, they are basically an exercise that allow us to elevate small leaflets of skin and bring them around. Uh, I, I usually uh, bring up the analogy of uh, Japanese paper folding, origami, where we bring a, uh, a flat, uh, planar surface of skin into a folded and wrapped element that has some, some dimensions and physicality. And tiny sutures are used to close that area in. Once in a great while, if uh, someone has a contralateral or opposing nipple on the other side that's overdeveloped, they might like a nipple reduction on their uh, unoperated breast. We can use what's called a nipple sharing technique where we take a small portion of the uh, other side uh, nipple and bring it over and apply it as a graft on the newly reconstructed breast. That's used relatively rarely, but once in a great while, we'll have someone who fits into a, a proper candidacy for that for that surgical approach. And then the pigmentation, as I mentioned, is the other part of the, the overall art. In your experience, why would a woman choose, um, say, nipple reconstruction with the actual surgery where there's a, a physical prominence to the nipple versus just shading and tattooing? Personal preference, 100%. Uh, we basically give our clients uh, the, the information that allows them to decide what their preferences are and then let them be the boss. Let them tell us what they would prefer. Someone who wants a surgically created nipple is someone who would like to be able to look down and see some dimension in the newly reconstructed nipple um, or someone who uh, would like the opportunity for uh, a very subtle show through a, a thin garment or someone who likes the palpability of a, of a physical presence there. Uh, women who would choose um, 3D uh, nipple uh, application with just tattooing alone are those that prefer a smooth look, that would rather not have any physicality or projection to the newly reconstructed nipple. Um, someone who doesn't 
want to have to worry for a show through in a thin garment. Uh, one of the questions often is, is, do we have any control over the, the size and the prominence and the projection of a nipple that might be reconstructed surgically? And we do. We do have some control over that. As a general rule, a physically reconstructed nipple tends to be relatively modest in terms of its size and projection. They tend to be softer and more compressible than a natural nipple would be. And so once we sort of talk through all those moving parts, um, we give we give the client or the woman who's who we're taking care of the opportunity to, to, to direct us in terms of their prefer- preferences. What is the biggest advancement in the last few years in this area? It seems like that's where a lot of changes have been happening because in the past, I know nipple reconstruction wasn't really a big deal. And now it seems like, as you said, it's kind of the finishing touch and there are lots of choices now. As I mentioned earlier, the, the surgical side of it, really all variations on longstanding themes. Uh, attention to being uh, careful with respect to the setup to provide a, a palette of skin that's healthy and thick to produce a nipple reconstruction. That's some of the effort that's gone in as skin sparing, skin preserving, even areolar preserving mastectomy has continued to evolve uh, for the woman who's otherwise not a candidate for, for nipple preservation proper. Uh, the biggest changes beyond that, however, I must say, have been in the area of, of uh, micropigmentation, in the area of reapplication of color to the newly reconstructed nipple. You know, years ago, uh, that was a bit of an afterthought. It became clear with with uh, uh, artists who applied themselves in a very intentional way on the tattooing side, that if you have someone who's expert in that and has a real artistic eye for, for what coloration and depth and all the, the subtleties of how inks behave over time with exposure to UV light and the depth that they should be applied, when we, when we introduce that into the arena of nipple reconstruction, we began to immediately see an improvement in the quality of the look and the longevity of the results with respect to the, to the newly applied coloration. When in the, in the time frame of breast cancer surgery and reconstruction or prophylactic surgery, whichever is happening, when is nipple reconstruction usually done? Is it at the same time as breast reconstruction? Is it Later, um, how does that happen? Uh, we typically divide it up in uh, an interval of time that for, for our practice is around three months. We like for the skin and for everything to be properly healed uh, because the nipple reconstruction itself introduces a, sm- a few small little incisions and we want everything to be, to be ready to, to receive that adjustment and to heal properly. And so about three months, after the original breast reconstruction, or any time after that, it can be six months, nine months, a year, two, three, four, uh, but a minimum window of three months to have everything healed, the swelling and everything to be resolved, and for the result to settle in in terms of its shape and uh, position on the chest so that we know the proper placement of the new nipple before we, before we recreate it. So a woman could even decide, say, five years later, oh, you know, I do think I'd like to have nipple reconstruction. Absolutely. Not a problem at all. If a woman has tattooing 
first. Say she waits a, a year after reconstruction and has tattooing and then says, oh, you know, I think I would like a physical presence. Is that still possible? It, it is. It's still possible. The only caveat, the only consideration is that when the new nipple is reconstructed, it may distort the perimeter of the newly uh, applied tattooed areola because the incisions create a little bit of tension where they're closed to borrow the skin for the new nipple within the center of the areolar uh, perimeter. And so they might need a little touch-up of the tattoo after the new physical nipple is is recreated within the already tattooed area. That's good to know. And now you talked about uh, using very fine sutures on the, the newly created nipple. Do those then have to be removed? Do they dissolve? How does that work? Well, we typically use sutures that dissolve on their own. Um, no need for no need, no need for uh, stitches that need to be removed. How long overall does the actual uh, surgical procedure take, and then how long does recovery usually take? Surgical procedure takes about ten minutes, and uh, the recovery, yeah, the recovery itself is just the time it takes to heal the little incision lines. There's no time away from work. We wouldn't have you swimming in a pool or things of that sort for about three weeks. And after that, you can generally do whatever your ordinary activities entail. Have women talked to you um, as far as pain? Is there any pain? I know a lot of times in a reconstructive breast, there's not a lot of sensation. Um, but is there pain from the procedure at all? Uh, sometimes the regeneration of sensory nerves into the skin is enough that a little bit of numbing medicine is necessary uh, to do the reconstruction. I use it as a, as a basic all the time anyway. Um, and so the amount of pain and discomfort should be negligible to none once the little numbing medicine takes effect. As you mentioned, a lot of women who've had mastectomy are fairly insensate in the area central on the breast. And so it's not uncommon for there to be little to no pain one way or the other, but I always use a little bit of numbing medicine just for insurance. And so the woman is awake for the procedure. She can actually watch you doing it and make any comments if she wanted to. <laughs> sure. We always, yeah, we always, we always recommend real time. Or, uh, we always appreciate real time feedback. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, sure. Uh, we can we do these things in the, in the office. If we're limiting our little adjustment that day to a nipple reconstruction, we do it in the clinic as a minor procedure, as I mentioned, about 10 minutes and have a conversation about whatever else we're interested in as we fix things up. Now, are there any risks at all to the procedure? I mean, it sounds fairly straightforward, um, but I figured I should ask. Fairly straightforward, yes. The, you know, the, the risks are pretty basic. Uh, the primary one is that Things don't heal properly for one reason or another, or if the skin is very thin, that the nipple would collapse and flatten as things heal. Um, beyond that, you know, those risks in and of themselves are relatively minimal. Anytime we make an incision or do any sort of surgery, whether it's minor, or major, or in between, we always include the, the off chance that there might be a little infection. But those are so rare and uncommon that they don't really factor into the overall experience. So you talked about the risks. Now, what about the benefits? I've read and been told that there are quite a few benefits. Um, could you just talk about a few of them, maybe what you see as the biggest? I think the biggest benefit is, is, is completing everything. Uh, seeing seeing the, the, all the work that's gone into 
the reconstruction produce uh, a sense of wholeness, a sense of uh, visual integrity, a uh, sense of uh, healing, and being uh, just complete in terms of the overall process and uh, closing the loop on the breast cancer and the reconstruction. I think that is a great part of the benefit. One other aspect of nipple reconstruction that can be understated and perhaps maybe even not overstated is the benefit that comes from creating that central focal point in the overall breast reconstruction that then gives gives the eye a natural um, tendency to lose peripheral scars. It tends to reduce their their prominence to almost help them fade uh, by giving the, the focal point back back to the breast. Now, you know, I liken it sometimes, this is really sort of an odd analogy, but it is true. Our, our mind's eye, our eyes in, are, are, are drawn towards appreciating um, our physical being in certain ways. And so, you know, a, a face without a nose wouldn't be a complete face. And a breast, sometimes without a nipple, um, tends to let the eye wander into the perimeter and to see uh, small scars that may still be there. And so the idea of a, of a newly reconstructed nipple taking precedence over surrounding background scars, uh, if any, is an important part of what I think adds beauty to the result once the, once the nipple is completed. Beyond that, just uh, a sense of feeling like the marks left behind from the breast cancer or the prophylactic mastectomy, as the case may be, uh, have, been, have been reduced and that uh, there's an opportunity now to go forward and be beautiful and be whole and enjoy all the rest of the things that life has in store for them. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jamie.